What I'd invite you to do today is to really think about the law of love. See how that colors your interactions. See how it lifts your energy, how positive your experiences can be as a result of being very aligned with the energy and the cornerstone of love and the true application of wisdom. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, Certified Psychic Medium from SedonaMedium.com and Robert Wooten. Hi, Robert. Hello. (laughs) Robert is our energy expert and energy healer, also at SedonaMedium.com. One of the things I've been thinking about recently is doing a series or just introducing more about natural law. Because ultimately, our work with our spirit guides is to help us to align and to attune in a more harmonious way with our understanding of natural law and allowing that natural law to move through us, to move through our awareness, to help us to align to right action, right thought, right understanding, and right experience. And so in order to help us to understand our spirit guides and some of their motivations, in particular, our teaching spirit guides who are really focused and centric on helping us to develop our consciousness and work more towards enlightenment in our lifetime is to understand what motivates them. So what are these core fundamental principles that they're trying to teach us? And ultimately, that is what natural law is. So let's dive into the specifics. What does it mean when we say natural law or universal law or cosmic law? What exactly does this mean? Scientists look at what they call natural law when they're referring to things like gravity and the speed of light and those sort of things. Those are natural laws because they work in this dimension and this universe, but that's not really the laws we're talking about. We're talking more of the cosmic level universal laws that the divine has used to create systems that allow things to work inside it. It's ultimately, the more you understand about natural law, the more you're understanding the fundamental order of the universe. And if we look at natural law piece by piece, if we go a little bit deeper with that understanding, we realize that the expression of natural law is an expression of the God consciousness. We can never escape natural law. Natural law is what's fundamentally the undercurrent in all aspects of our life, in how we how we relate, what types of things we manifest. Ultimately, what we create and what we manifest in our lives are all governed by natural law. And it's important to understand, I think you, you mentioned something, and we'll talk more about this, is that the natural law is not a restriction. Say like, you know, the law that says you can only drive 55 miles per hour in a 55 zone. That's a restriction that you can only do that limit. Universal law and natural law is not a restriction. It is just a definition of how things work. So it's an understanding. If you understand Mm -hmm. one of these natural laws, you begin to understand how things work. It's not restricting you to say, oh, it can only work this way, because all of the natural laws blend into each other and play off of each other. 
Even learning about natural law is one thing that helps to raise your vibration. We've talked about what does raise your vibration really mean in another episode, and this links really nicely in just learning more about natural law. Natural law is what you want to attune yourself and your understanding to so that you begin to perceive things from that space of expansion, of true understanding, Mm -hmm. and in alignment with God consciousness. From that perspective, we can correctly perceive the things that are around us and be in harmony with everything that's flowing through our lives and have a deeper level of understanding of what's occurring and a peacefulness about that entire process and really see even the things that our human self might find challenging as being beautiful because there's a a level of understanding there that brings us to a higher level of expansion. I wanted to start with the law of love as we begin to talk about natural law because it's the cornerstone of being able to implement all of the other laws. So you cannot implement the law of oneness fully without implementing the law of love first. And you can't implement any of the other laws without first perceiving from the law of love. So let's dive into what does this mean? The law of love says that true wisdom cannot be obtained unless we come from a place of love in all of our thoughts, in all of our words, in all of our actions. So that love has to be the foundational principle that we perceive things through, that we are attuned to in order to fully apply the greater cosmic expression of wisdom, of spiritual maturity that everything is pivotal around love itself being the motivator and how we perceive things. When you are aligned and attuned to the law of love, it means that you are standing first in the foundation of your best interest. What the law of love asks us to do is stand in the truth of that when we are connected with love as our primary energy, as our primary drive, as our motor, as how we experience and choose to interact with the world. When we do that, we are in alignment with the best possible outcome. We are in alignment with what's in our own true best interest, because that love is going to bring us to other principles that help us to express joy, that help us to be in fulfillment, that help us to live in a state of abundance, of oneness, and a deep expansion in how we experience the world. So moving out of that limitation and limiting beliefs and being able to perceive from that highest level of consciousness. And from there, we're not in that limitation. So even though it can at times feel like to act in love or to think about love can be challenging or frustrating, especially Mm -hmm. when maybe you're angry about something, maybe you're feeling competitive, maybe you're feeling disappointed by the universe, or you've been feeling let down in some way, or you're waiting for a gift to come that just seems like it's right out of your grasp. So we have that ego that gets flared up. But when we recognize that establishing a connection first 
with love, choosing to understand it and live in accordance with that will always lead us to the best possible outcome. That that competitive nature, that jealousy nature, that anger nature, that those types of things don't deserve our judgment. But if we choose to live from a space of love and perceive from a space of love, then we are going to align ourselves with the best outcome available. I think it's also significant to remember that the creative aspect of the divine is rooted in love. So thinking about the creative aspect of, of the divine and then remembering that we are all aspects and reflections of the divine as well unites us as one small parts of a greater one, but still parts of it. Like if you take a drop of water out of the ocean, that drop of water is not different than the ocean. It is the ocean. And that's how we are with connected to the divine and to each other. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how to implement the law of love. The first thing is creating that self-awareness around what your motivations are, checking in with yourself regularly. Even if you don't feel, you know, particularly in your ego, you don't feel like you have a reason to check in, just regularly creating the habit of inquiring within yourself, what's my motivation here? When I sit down to do this work, what's my motivation here? What am I doing? What is the fundamental seed that I'm trying to convey? Just recently, we talked to Richard West about conscious relating, and I think that's another great way to be checking in. He talked about in that episode how important it was to be tuned in to what's happening within yourself when you are in conversation with other people and really allowing yourself to take responsibility for the energy that comes up. And this is another level when you do that of checking in on what are your motives and how are you responding and asking yourself the question, am I responding from a foundation of both self-love and love and respect for the other person that's here with me? So using that as a fundamental in the way that you relate to other people. In that same realm of relating with other people is considering that if everyone is a reflection of the divine, yourself is a reflection of the divine, the people that you're interacting with. So when you go to the restaurant and the waitress who comes over or the person who's checking you out at Target or someone who's helping you in another area of life, that all are reflections of the divine. And to be able to treat those people from a true awareness that you're smiling at the face of God, that you are connecting with the goddess in a really direct and beautiful way. And when you can acknowledge that, when you're aware of that, it brings out something so much more within us other than just going, yeah, thanks for the menu. (laughs) Appreciate that. It draws an energy into that interaction that's special that leads to a greater revelation of consciousness, a greater opportunity for connection and for meaning in that moment. And considering non-judgment as being a big core of that. So all of us as reflections or aspects of, of God and goddess. And so everyone is exactly where they need to be. You're where you need to be. 
the other people in your life are being exactly who they need to be, where they need to be in the moment. They are bringing out the energy that they need to bring in the moment. And so instead of being judgmental about ourselves or about other people, we can look from a lens of, I understand that something else is happening here. And that the root core of that is a loving, positive experience for both me and that other person, even if it doesn't look like that on the surface, that if I keep digging deeper and keep digging deeper, and I keep asking the universe, well, why? Well, why is it like this? And why is it like this? And why is it like this? And why is it like this? That eventually, the answer will be love, always. Another version of that is, how can I better understand the situation? So if you are at a restaurant and the waiter seems like they're being rude and you are angry at that or they're being slow and you can get angry in that, that's your choice to do that. Or you can think about how can I better understand maybe this waitress or waiter is having a rough day. Maybe that something happened to them in their life or maybe another patron was mean or rude or disrespectful to them that's caused them to be this way. You can apply love to this situation by understanding that everyone hasn't had the same day that you had. And maybe you've had a bad day and that's Mm -hmm. coloring your way of looking at things as well. So you have to apply this love principle. For me, it's a form of compassion. You have compassion for this other person because you didn't live their day that's made them be right where they are behaving just the way they are in this moment. So you have to understand, you don't know that. So you just apply a blanket of compassion and say, they deserve love, you deserve love. And you can just let that go. You can just look at that from a perspective of maybe they've had a bad day and it's not about me, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe they're not being rude to me. They're reflecting their own feelings towards me from something else that happened. It had nothing to do with me at all. And so to be angry back at them doesn't solve anything. So applying love principle to that and compassion to that and kindness to that overshadows all of this small ego self of I want. I want this thing to be in a certain way and it's not being that way, so I'm going to be angry about it. You can let go of that want and think bigger of, well, what's the bigger thing happening here? It's recognizing that when you are applying that love when you're even choosing to think of what's the most loving way I can show up in this moment, Mm -hmm. in this relationship, what's the most loving thing that I can do for my child today or for this person or for myself. Just even asking those questions is an application of the true meaning of what wisdom is. And so anytime we do that, we're reaching a higher level of perspective of alignment and harmony between our higher self and the human expression of that higher self and also our ability to understand to channel energy through us at a higher level of self-awareness and true self-awareness not ego awareness true self-awareness to me also love has a frequency that you Mm -hmm. can attune to you can find it if you think about love and you think in your heart and you energize your heart chakra and you apply this energy to it, you'll begin to expand outward and you can find this frequency of love and you feel it raise you up where if you're angry, you feel that you're kind of squatted down. You're feeling crushed Mm. in this anger, whereas love elevates and you'll feel it lift you up almost physically because you're finding that frequency of where, where love resides in the universe. What I want to be careful to say is 
as you're learning to apply the law of love and this foundational principle is to understand it doesn't mean that you don't get angry and you spiritual bypass everything. Mm -hmm. So every time you get upset about something, you're just like, oh, wait, let me, I got to get into love mode immediately and repress, (laughs) squash down how I'm truly feeling because we don't really grow when we don't acknowledge where we are, when we're not self-honest, when we're not honest in the universe. So instead of that repression aspect, it's going, I'm working on this within myself I'm taking responsibility for that energy within myself until I reach a different energy with it. So when I'm angry, I'm taking that self-responsibility of something is going on here that I need to investigate and not just pretend that I'm not angry and be like, okay, well, something else is happening here. Repress, repress, repress. Instead, it's I'm angry. I'm definitely upset. So I'm going to need to take a little bit of time away from the relationship for a moment so that when I respond to you, I respond to you in a conscious way, not my anger speaking to you. And I'm taking that whole aspect of self and I'm processing why am I feeling this way? What is this about? What, you know, inner child work needs to be done? I'm taking that journey to move it through the cycle of anger until I've done that inner work, which reaches to a higher level of consciousness. It's not just automatically trying to skip over the work and not doing the work. (laughs) So I want to be clear about that, that the law of love is not repression, but it is saying I'm doing the work until I transform things within myself and intend to respond with love as much as humanly possible. Right. One last thing I want to mention about applying the law of love is just practice beaming out love into everyone that you meet, to the people that you pass on the street, the people that you're interacting with on a daily basis. As part of beaming that out, not just, you know, in how you're passing people and, you know, trying to practice seeing them as the face of the divine and yourself as the face of the divine and sending love and a a little bit of acknowledgement around that's the true meaning of namaste is greeting the divine within each of you. But also to go a little bit deeper when I'm doing a reel, when I'm sitting down to do a podcast in any way where I'm being asked to serve, I open myself up. I say a quick prayer and ask that the highest and best move through and work through me so that I can be of service to others so that that helps to align me to my intention of serving the divine and being in a state of loving consciousness in order to do so. So what I'd invite you to do today is to really think about the law of love. See how that colors your interactions. See how it lifts your energy, how much more synchronicity can open up for you, how positive your experiences can be as a result of being very aligned with the energy and the cornerstone of love and the true application of wisdom, which is always being attuned and aligned to that perception, because that is going to lead you to right thought, right action, right deed, right experience. I also want you to think about your goals or go back and visit your vision board and think about If you take that particular goal 
and you ask yourself, well, why? Why am I doing this? Why would I like this? What is this all about? And keep going back and back and back. Do you eventually trace that seed to a seed of love? Because if you can trace that to a seed of love, if you're more directly connected with the love vibration, you are expansive. You're open to abundance. You're in alignment with that joy, that happiness, and that fulfillment that's available to you through the law of love. But if you continue to go, why, 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 and ultimately it doesn't come down to a seed of love, then you don't have a lot of power. It's not an alignment. It's difficult to manifest because it's not rolling with the fundamental natural law of the universe. So take a moment and just check in with yourself. How in alignment are you right now? How are you practicing this? Is this even in your consciousness right now as you have communications with other people and work on your self-realized relating with others? Is it connected with your goal setting? Is it connected with how you're showing up and serving other people? Is it connected in your own sense of spiritual growth and self-awareness? Because the more you connect, the more that you attune to this vibration, the more in harmony you are and the more you'll feel that beautiful sense of connection and access between you and the other side. Thanks for joining us today for Lessons in Natural Law. I'm talking about the law of love. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at Sedona Medium on Instagram. Would love to hear from you. Namaste. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.